Hello and welcome along to the first of four specials looking at one of the teams heading out to Tokyo this summer. It's Mark Shardlow here. Um, thanks so much for the great reaction to the last couple of podcasts, uh, Jack Green and Kelly Holmes on Mental Health Awareness Week and some really interesting comments that I've been sent. Thank you so much for that. Now, in a largely individual sport, I've always found a great team spirit with the canoe lot. So it's Team Para Canoe for the next four days. Four athletes with lots of experience, experience in different sports and a fair amount of life experience too. All have plenty to say, starting with Emma Wiggs, gold medal winner from Rio. Emma's had a really bad wrist injury for the last couple of years, which is really hampering her. Uh, this week is marking 100 days to go to the Paralympics and I went out to see her and her colleagues at the National Water Sports Centre in Nottingham. Emma, uh, great to see you in person, first of all, and I'm down here at the Water Sports Centre where it's as windy and cold as ever. <laughs> what does 100 days to go mean to you? I just think it's a it's a real milestone mark for not just the athletes but for the kind of society in general that we've you know we've ticked off some more days to move further away from you know the real challenges of last year and and there's a hundred days to go until we line up in in Tokyo at the Paralympic Games and I think both us as athletes and of course the staff but also the the community uh, in a wider sense can be really excited about that. Have you sensed a change in mood since? Perhaps the lifting of lockdown in April. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm still living quite a, quite a restricted life because I'm choosing to to just try and minimise risk wherever possible. But I think there's there's definitely been light at the end of the tunnel, and I think that's that's been really nice to see. And I think along with the better weather, although today is clearly not one of those days, but we've you know as soon as the sun comes out, there's a there is a change in mood, and and I think we can all see the the end of what's been a very long road. And you actually competed, which must have been amazing, um, at the trials. Yeah, so we actually got to compete in Nottingham at an um, elite exemption event for, for selection. So that was incredible to be on a start line again. And we were very lucky with the weather for once. Normally regattas are pretty terrible here, but um, we had brilliant weather and the event was super safe and, and well run. And it was incredible to line up on that start line alongside my teammates and and watch everybody deliver performances that were just exceptional, really, considering we hadn't raced for 18 months and it was still 10 degree water in, in April in Nottingham. So I think it, it bodes really well for the for the whole GB team. And how did it feel? Were you nervous back in competition again? I think I think I was nervous. It was a kind of mixture of nerves and excitement. Uh, I think I always get quite nervous for racing, but really I had I had nothing really to, to prove. Um, it was really a starting point, a mark in the sand, um, and one which we knew was going to not probably be where we wanted it to be, but where we've now got a very clear plan about how to how to make that better. So for me, I, I kind of for the first time probably enjoyed it. Um, and actually now I'm really excited about where we can go with, uh, with our plan. You've had a fairly rough ride yourself over the last couple of years with, with injury. Um, how did you feel then competing and, and really testing it? I think, you know, the wrist is as good as it's probably going to be. It's not the same wrist as it was before, but, do you know, that's life. And actually, I think, you know, we've, we've come back quite well from the challenges of both the wrist and, and lockdown. We've really struggled with the stability in the kayak, um, and I think it's just proving harder and harder to stay world class in two very, very different boats. But, you know, we knew where we were. We, we know we can be better than, than, than we are at the minute. And I think that's what's really exciting for me. So we're taking every challenge, 
you know, head on and, and I'm really excited about where we can possibly take it. Can you tell me about the other event, the VAR? I mean, I think this is a new one and a lot of people won't have seen these crafts before. Yeah, so the VAR is, is effectively a canoe. So we paddle with a single blade. Um, it's a really exciting event. It's a bit slower than the kayaks because it's a bigger, more cumbersome boat, but it's, it's incredibly exciting and, and much, much, much more skillful to control from a steering perspective. Um, for me, it, it's, uh, it's going quite well, the VAR, and it's less affected by the, the wrist and less affected by stability. So it's been an event that I've been able to, to really work hard on with Matt, my coach, and, and push, that, push that level on. So I'm excited about where we can take the VAR. What does it look like? It kind of looks like a, it's actually a Tahitian fishing boat. So it's got a, an armor on the, on the side, which looks like it's a, a stabilizer. And I think people often think it's because we're in Paralympic sport that we've got one of those, but that's actually the, the traditional make of the boat. So it's a Tahitian fishing boat that's used on the sea, which would be quite handy in Tokyo because we're paddling on the sea. So it does like to kind of surf and crash through the waves. Um, but it is, yeah, it's a big long boat with paddle, you paddle on one, on one blade um, and it's uh, the trick is to get it up to speed and keep it going. Now I've come down here for the 100 days to go week um, really to focus on a team because a lot of people think when they're considering team sport about, I don't know, hockey, basketball, whatever. But I've always felt coming down here that you are a team. What yeah. do you say to that? Absolutely, Mark. I've, 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 been, I've said it before that I've never, I've played lots of team sports before I became disabled and even um, in London I was part of the sitting volleyball team, but I have never felt part of a greater team than I do now in, in para canoe. And I think that's testament to British canoeing and the staff that we've got here and the, the centralised setup. You know, yes, we paddle our boats um, on our own and yes, for, for many of us, our teammates are our greatest competition in the world, but actually... We're an incredibly strong team and I'm incredibly proud to be a, a small part of that. And uh, I'm really, really excited about where we can, where we can take this sport and, and how we're going to showcase um, what we've been working on in Tokyo. Tokyo, 25 degrees warmer than today, humid. Do you like those sort of conditions? Yeah, I think it's going to be challenging. You know, I think I've said it before that the, the course in Tokyo is on the sea. Um, it's going to be the most challenging course um, ever that we've had at the Paralympic Games. It will come down to, to whose disability is least affected, I think, by the, the weather conditions. But also that presents a challenge, you know, for those of us that are more affected by wind and waves, we're going to just have to, to be, be even better uh, on the day. So I think it's going to be an incredible Games, the heat, the humidity um, and just the occasion, Mark. You know, I don't think it's going to be uh, all about you know, obsessing about the medals. I think it's going to be about celebrating what the world's been through in the last sort of 18 months leading up to the game. So I'm, I'm really incredibly grateful and, and really proud to be part of that. Agreed. A, a really different because, you know, your competitors will be coming from such varied backgrounds over the last 12 months or so. Uh, ahead of Rio, had you gone out to that course several times? Yeah, we'd been out to Rio. Um, we hadn't actually been able to paddle on the course, but we'd been out to Rio for a training camp. So we've actually been out to Tokyo and paddled on the Tokyo course. Okay, so, so you've it's, done that, uh, yeah. Well, it's a little bit of a kind of catch-22 because um, we had to borrow boats. So I really struggled in the VAR um, to, to paddle it straight and, and probably had one of my worst performances uh, in, in my international history out there. But, you know, I have to kind of put that to bed and, and focus on the fact that I believe I can paddle that boat better and, and I'll have my boat out there now. Um, so I think we're going to be ready to deliver. Oh, it's going to be an interesting two or three months. Um, thanks for coming down today. Great to see you again. And all the best in the final push. Thank you, Mark. That's Emma Wiggs. And we'll be talking to Emma's teammate, Laura Sugar. Tomorrow, Laura 
I played hockey and she's also an athlete and of course she's in a paracanoe. Um, I just want to say thank you to a number of people who've donated to my chosen charity, Maggie's Cancer Centres. I'm hoping to raise money by publicising it on these podcasts. So thank you to Jane, to Colin, to Leo, to Mari, to Tracy, to several anonymous donations, to Sally, to Tim, Marge, Lewis, Sean, Annie, Sam, Josh, John, Sarah, Kirsten, Pat, Adele, Marcus, Tracy, Charlene, Alison, Tim, Steve, James, and if you'd like to join them, you can go to the show notes and find the details there, or go to justgiving.com and search Destination Tokyo. All I'm saying really is if you're enjoying the podcast and you feel like you're able to, then just drop me the price of a cup of coffee as a thank you, and I'll give all the money to Maggie's Cancer Centres. So that's it for today. Back tomorrow with Laura Sugar. Thanks for listening, and see you then. Bye-bye.